Welcome to Steel for Success by Worthington Industries. I'm your host, Eve Baumgartner. On today's episode, I will be talking with Kirk Irvin, a technical services manager at Worthington Industries, about a case study he took part in regarding white specks on E-coated steel. Kirk, thank you so much for joining us here today. Glad to be here. Thank you. Just before we get into the case study, I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit more about how you started at Worthington Industries and got to the position that you're in today. Sure. I attended Ohio State, and during my junior and senior years, I was a technician in the testing lab at Worthington. I graduated and went to another company, but came back in 1993. I was in Columbus for eight years, and I've now been in Michigan for the last 20 years, supporting our technical needs for our automotive business. Is there a lot of traveling with that, or are you pretty much stationed in Michigan? There is a lot of local travel, uh, primarily Michigan, Canada, and Ohio, where stampers for automotive parts are located. Got it. Okay, so now getting a little bit more into the case study, white specs on e-coated steel. So could you walk us through the problem that was presented to you by the customer? Sure. So... Customers take our steel, they form parts, and some of the parts are electro-coated or e-coated after they're formed to improve corrosion protection. The customer that we were working with formed the parts, had them e-coated, and noticed that there were white specks in the e-coat. And so the customer contacted Worthington and asked for some support in figuring out the problem. Okay, so what is e-coated steel? So e-coating is a a coating that is electrolytically applied to a part. And one of the advantages of electroplating is that you have a current that helps plate the part. And you can get a very consistent coating over the entire part to improve corrosion protection. Now that we know a little bit more about e-coating, what kinds of methods did you guys use to evaluate whether or not these white specks were going to cause a problem for the customer? So the first thing we thought of is that there might have been contamination on the parts before e-coating. If there's contamination on the surface of the parts, that can affect the e-coating and the appearance of the e-coating. So we carefully removed the e-coating chemically and then we inspected the areas that had the specs on it under a scanning electron microscope, an SEM. Our analysis showed that there was nothing associated with the specs on the base material, and so we were able to conclude that the root cause of the issue was not related to the material. After concluding that it wasn't from our material that caused these white specks, What were some of the next steps that you guys took to try and solve that problem? Good question. So we did additional investigation. We inspected the e-coating and found that there was some porosity in the e-coating. Additional work showed that that porosity was caused by gas bubbles that were being created during the e-coating process. And, And so we determined that the root cause of the white specks in the coating was due to that porosity. 
So after we found the porosity in the coating, we reviewed the results with the customer and determined that that porosity was a potential problem from a corrosion standpoint because the entire part wasn't covered with the e-coating. So we worked with the customer and talked to the company that was doing the e-coating for them. What the e-coater discovered was that if the steel and aluminum parts were separated and a lower voltage was used for the steel parts, that the porosity that was observed in the steel parts initially would not be there. And so going forward, they solved the problem by e-coating the steel parts separately from the aluminum parts. Okay, got it. So even though the white specks that appeared on the e-coated steel was not a result of the steel that Worthington Industries provided to the customer, you guys still went and contacted the customer and the people that e-coated the steel for the customer to try and pinpoint this issue. Is this a step that you guys typically take in solving problems for the customer? Absolutely. Part of our job is to support the customer and really identify the root cause. So whether it's an issue with our supplier, whether it's an issue with something that we did to the material, or whether it's an issue with the customer uh, and then the processing by the customer, uh, it really is our job to identify what the problem is and then to work with the customer to come up with a solution. So in this case, we again determined that it was not a material issue, but we didn't stop there because we knew that at the end of the day, the customer needed to know what the problem was so it could be resolved. The first step was to determine that it wasn't the raw material, but then the next question was, what is the root cause? And, and again, we kept working with the customer to figure that out. Got it. Thank you so much for chatting with me today and going through this case study. I really enjoyed having you here. I know it's a long way from Michigan to come to Columbus. Thank you. If you're interested in learning more about this case study or any others that Worthington Industries has conducted, make sure to subscribe to Steel for Success or visit the resource library under the Expertise tab at steel.worthingtonindustries.com. Thank you for listening and join us next time on Steel for Success.